That's right. Oh, man. Wow, little Billy Squire. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, great tune. It's got some of my favorite jams, dude. Lonely is the Night. Oh, what a good one. I was trying to think of that one. Yeah. Lonely is the Night, man. Yeah, what a find yourself alone. <laughs> hard rocking. He does the stroke, too. He's got some... Got some deep cuts, man. You say stroke? He was vaccinated? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> He's friends with uh, Travis Kelsey. Ah, double dose. Double down, double dose. Man, you know, Travis Kelsey, uh, I know I did a little dip into the fantasy talk on the last episode, but he uh, is being considered one of the greatest busts of the year in fantasy sports. He had, like, one of his worst seasons. No. Oh, yeah, man. I, work, I don't believe it. I work with a guy, big KC fan. He's from the from the area, and he, he was telling me that, like, you know, the sentiment is that this guy should just retire and go podcast with his brother and date Taylor. Well, I think if you picked him for your fantasy team, your team should automatically get a Taylor bump. Oh, the Taylor bump. Yeah. yeah. So every league, whoever has, you know, Travis, you got to give that guy a little bump. All right. He deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. Ongagawa was, uh, he, he hates, he hates this whole thing. And he, he didn't even know about the uh, Netflix special with the other brother that they dropped. The other brother? The other Kelsey brother. There's a third one? No, the, oh, the yeah, center. The Eagles, uh, Kelsey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Younger Guy had no idea that there was a documentary about him. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, they already made a documentary about it? About He was talking about uh, Travis. I was like, no. And I had like show him that they made a documentary about the other Kelsey brother. And then that movie flops, and then they bring out Taylor. And, uh... It was really funny because he was like, you know, it's really bothering me. Every other play, they're cutting to Taylor. Do you think during her concert, they cut to Travis Kelsey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I'm just thinking that'd be hilarious if in the middle of their song, they just cut to like his living room. He's just sitting there right. watching TV. <laughs> Playing video games, scratching his balls. Uh, you know, it just furthers the idea or, you know, that the NFL is just entertainment, man. You're, you're being entertained. Oh, that's exactly what I said. And you know why they don't cut to Travis during the concert? She has no problem selling out stadiums. It's the NFL that can't sell out uh-huh. the fucking stadiums. Good call, man. You know? Yeah, I still contend that there is some CGI effect going on. There's no way these stadiums are full for these NFL games. Have you seen the tickets? No. Like the Broncos are the, like one of the worst teams in the NFL, and you can get yourself a nice nosebleed for two fifty. Dude, I'm telling you, I've been saying it for for like two years now. Look at the color of the seats. It used to be the brightest team color was the color of the seats. Yes. Now it's the darker <clears throat> color, so that you don't notice when there's empty seats. Yeah, and again, I don't think it's very hard to live like put in fans. I think it's harder than you think. Yeah, really? I feel like it'd yeah. be easy. Only because you're talking to the guy yeah. who thinks they live edited in the planes flying into 
in the Twin Towers, right? <laughs> you also so, think they're going to fake an alien invasion. Uh, Project Bluebeam, yes, folks. Beware. I think now more than ever, we, we shall see a Project Bluebeam fake alien invasion. It's Well, I have been right. well informed that they, one, will need our Space Force to do it, and two, it's full of trannies who can't do anything for it. <laughs> <laughs> but they got big brains. No, we talked about this, right? When they when they do Project Blue Beam and spring this, you know, savior alien on us or whatever happens, uh, we will know who's behind it because the aliens will tell us their pronouns. <laughs> right? <laughs> we are the Anunnaki. We go by they them. I go by ma'am. I can see your dick from here, and I don't even know what fucking animal you are. All right, take it easy, Big Mike. (laughs) We know what's going on here. I've seen your kind before. I'm from Chicago. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, Project Bluebeam. I'm a a huge fan of that. I I think you would run into the problem with, like, the live, like, the CGI audience. You would run into the problem. It would be very obvious when there's like break plays or like interception, and then you do like a, a quick cut to a different camera. You know, I like don't I think, think they need to do something grandiose, honestly, because, and I've learned this from trying to bring people's attention to, uh, you know, the constant chemtrailing and geoengineering going on in our skies. Uh, nobody's looking up. Everybody's looking down at their phones, man. So, like, if there's an alien invasion, it'll happen on the phones. You'll never see it, like, in your sky. That's a good call. Yeah, nobody's looking around. So when it comes to having the tech to fake an alien invasion, dude, I, you know, I think they could easily fake the alien invasion, right? They just like uh, could play a bunch of videos and claim it's real, and who who would be able oh. to tell the difference? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> you know, uh, most radio shows or stations they have like the sneeze button. We gotta get you the belch button. I gotta get a sneeze button. Yeah, I need a sneeze. It's the button. Barney button. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it adds a little something, something to the show, you know? It gives it texture, like, I would say. A little texture. And a little bit of a smell. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, you know? <laughs> for, for my Indian brethren, I feel at home. Know, it's almost like I can taste it through the uh, headphones when I'm listening the next day. <laughs> it's known as raviolis today. <laughs> <laughs> Got home early, known I made raviolis. So you don't think the blue beam would be possible, huh? No. Because we had a pandemic, but there never was an actual pandemic. But we convinced everybody to lock it down for the pandemic. Yeah, but I think that was because you can't see the virus. So it was easier to... to... Oh, Mike, you can't see these aliens, man. No, they're everywhere. Microscopic. Well, no. You know, we have Tucker out there. Right, and I always believe there's something about Tucker that makes him a psyop. What if he's purposely seeding this idea that, like, oh, these aliens—they're not just interdimensional; they're like spiritual, man. It's like it's religious, dude. So he's getting everybody into it, you know. And he's saying, like, oh man, you know, like you can't even see the—they can see you, but you can't see them, right? That—that's COVID. Oh, it's there, but you can't see it. Wow, was this created in a lab too? <laughs> it came out of Wuhan. It actually broke out of one of the 13 bioweapons labs we had going on in Ukraine that no one wants to talk about. Uh, right? yeah. it, actually came, it came from a market in between three labs. <laughs> you Don't see, know how it happened. In this place, the bangolin fucks the bat. 
See what I'm saying? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it jumps off the tree, lands on the bat <laughs> mid-flight. It's a totally different virus, man. Uh. <laughs> I don't know, man. Blue beam, that'd be it'd be very hard. I think it'd be very hard, and I think uh, you like you might assume it would get easier as technology gets better, but I think that makes it even harder and harder. Like already, uh, I just I just a, a video came up on YouTube the other day, and it was Joe Rogan talking, and I was like, this this can't be real, but it was like his voice, his everything, and it it, it even sounded like something he would say. But there was just a little something off. The cadence was off, and, and his speed, I noticed. Because I, I tuned into the episode where he was wearing the same shirt, actually, and uh, he, he speaks slower. Yeah. So I, they're already, and I think, like, so they're doing the, uh, the deep fake shit now, and it's like, as it gets better, we're getting better at deciphering. You know? Yeah, oh, definitely. I'm getting like, remember, much better remember at that. When, like, remember uh, when, like, Photoshop first came out? It was like, oh, my God, you can't tell what's what. And we were afraid we were going to get <laughs> to a point where you'd never be able to tell the difference if it's real or not. But, like, now even a kid could tell whether it's Photoshopped or not just because you get so used to picking up on the cues. I'll tell you a story about uh, Steve uh, smoking a bowl who uh, somebody had procured a an actual photograph of him smoking a bowl, and they uh, were able to scan it and put it on their computer, and then they took a picture of a uh, penis and replaced the bowl with a penis. <laughs> and this is this is late 90s, right? Early, early 2000s, right? And uh, that picture circulated, and my God, <laughs> was that not one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life? <laughs> and that was early Photoshop. <laughs> you can imagine you can imagine like the engineers and scientists like we can't release this to the public imagine what they would do with it imagine what they would do with it and then in reality you're just using it to put a dick in your buddy's face <laughs> oh man Yes, yes, that's uh, that's what we do when we get this good tech. I mean, <laughs> what do you expect? You know, it, you know, you get a guy alone in a room with a pad of paper and a pen. He's gonna draw dick and balls, right? This was <laughs> the human species for a hundred thousand years didn't even know what a picture was. Now we have the means to alter it into anything you want. Can't tell the difference if it's real or not. <laughs> And we use it to put a dick on our friend's face. <laughs> yeah, man. Which is genius. That is genius. At the time, it was unheard of. Like, how did you yeah. how'd you get this pic? It was a physical, like, Kodak, you know what I mean? Printed picture. <laughs> this is before we had phones. You know, there were no apps to help you, gu- you know, guide you through it. Like, it, it was awesome. It was really ahead of its time, yeah. I'm sure the guy ended up creating some sort of uh, app like that. But, uh, dude, uh, those are the golden days of the internet. And you were, what I liked about that clip, though, at the very least, whoever made it was clever because it got people thinking about the Mandela effect, which we've been really hung up on with the Sinbad stuff. And then Sinbad ultimately, like, admitting, like, no, you know, actually, we just buried the movie or whatever it is. I have long believed 
that the Mandela effect is our government actually, you know, putting history down the memory hole like in 1984 and then gaslighting us and telling us like, no, that never existed. You're crazy. Yeah, I, I, I do like that thought. I think they're, they use different things like the Berenstein Bears, uh, Shazam. I think they use certain things as a guide for like, how, how far back do we have to go? Right? As far as going back in time and changing history? Yeah, like, uh, can we change something from 1998? Or will too many people remember? Well, let's check out Shazam. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Interesting. And it, it doesn't work. It's not quite working right. I'll go a little, we'll go a little further back. Right. Take out the cornucopia, or uh, what was it? The uh, cornucopia. Yeah, the Fruit of the Loom. What that was it? a crazy clip. <laughs> it, it is crazy to think about. Well, you know, uh, the Mandela effect thing kind of hits home with everyone. Like, you don't have to be a tinfoil hat nut job to uh, get down with the mystery of things kind of obviously changing almost before our eyes, right? Yeah. And Dude, the CERN machine, you're, you know, shooting atoms at each other at, like, the speed of light and creating black holes. Like, come on, man. And then all of a sudden <laughs> history's disappearing. Like, don't, you know, fool me once. I think, I don't know what's going on here. Right. You might've done it twice. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen some of the images online? There's like, you know, people seeing like massive holes develop in the sky in Sweden. And, you oh, know. that was so fake. Oh, oh there were more recent in the clouds. You talking about the, are we back to the Malaysian airplane? Dude, that was so... Fa- You're talking about that portal that, like, opened up in the clouds? Recently? The one that... The video you're talking about. Yeah, I think so. I think we're talking about the same one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was fake. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I like to imagine. Same thing with the... <laughs> Every asshole... Who posts every fucking thing about the earth is flat this, the earth is flat that. NASA lies about every picture. Every single one of them tweeted a picture of the sun with a clearly CGI hole put in it. Oh, that's right. And they were like, this solar flare is about to hit us. Look at this picture. You believe that picture? You're going to believe that picture. All right. So uh, I sent you that clip or the video. This is like a 10 minute or so little uh, ditty about um, Stanley Kubrick and his uh, stuff with Apollo. Oh, and The Shining. And The Shining. All right, and that's what kind of took me on a little uh, little rabbit hole. Did, what did you think about that? See, I never get that kind of stuff because I'm not artistic. And it, I always hate artistic people because they do shit like that. But that's why it kind of makes me think like he was the kind of guy that would do something. Like the that. theory is out there that <clears throat> The Shining is purposely very different from the book because uh, Stanley wanted to tell the world that he was the mastermind behind faking the moon landings and all the Apollo missions. And so there's all these clues throughout the film and what have you. I thought it was fun, man. I like that idea. 
you know, uh, this is the same fella whose last movie before he kind of mysteriously died uh, was the Eyes Wide Shut with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman where they're in like the seedy underworld of the elites and they're kind of partaking in, you know, what I would say seems like Illuminati-like secret society soirees and there's some people who argue and say in the dark corners of the conspiracy webs that you know the they were semi to almost very accurate de- depictions of what really goes on in some of these events uh and that a lot of the stuff that was cut by the studio was done so because it was revealing too much information mm. and then Kubrick dies and you know come on man yeah, I liked it because it's not totally different than the book. That's what it was. Got me. It was it, like he specifically, there's very specific things that are changed, and then the changes all do, at, at the very least, relate to uh, Apollo Eleven, like the kid wearing the shirt. <laughs> a little weird. It's a little weird. He's wearing the Apollo Eleven shirt. He goes to the room two three seven and all that stuff. Yeah, they, and they do stretch. All these uh, deeper conspiracies depend on a lot of like numerical coincidences, right? So that's why I tend to stay away from them in general. But I just like the idea that when you kind of look at the video footage from the moon landings and the photographic stuff that they took, it is very similar to scenes from 2001 Space Odyssey. You know what I mean? It kind of just has his fingerprints on it. And, uh, come on, I bring this up with people all the time, actually, more regularly now than I used to, only because people now accept JFK assassination and all this stuff. Uh, you know, does the footage of the moon landing really look real to you? Yeah. Like, if you watch it now, like, come on. Does it actually look like it's really happening? I, I, I can't get over it. It's just, to me, one of the most fake-looking things. Like, it looks like it's in a studio. Yeah, the lighting. I'm looking at the pictures right now. It's it like kills me. The lighting me. is what gets you. It's just, to me, now in 2023, yeah. I get it that people were sold in the 60s. Do you know what I'm saying? In 1969, everyone's all huddled around that TV and they're staring at the tiny screen and it's grainy. Totally believable, man. I bet you you could get away with stuff like shooting the president just going down a motorcade in the middle of the daylight, right? (laughs) (laughs) You could totally get away with that stuff back then. But, like, you look at it now. I mean, come on. I mean, you just said it yourself. We look at stuff and we're like, oh, that's a deep fake. Right? That's obvious. Or I know that's CGI. And so, like, now you look at Kennedy assassination, or I'm sorry, uh, the um, moon landing, and you're like, man, none of it looks real. And I'm talking even when they had the boon or the dune buggies and they're playing golf. You know, like, everything about the moon just looks like total bullshit. And I'm a firm believer that we probably have superior, incredible space technology. Uh, SpaceX did that secret mission with NASA. Or with our military. Sorry, not NASA, because NASA's not real. They did it with uh, <laughs> the Department of Defense. Did I? Did we ever do that clip? Yeah, we played it on the we, left. Yeah. So, Tuesday like, <clears throat> you do, uh, you have SpaceX with the Department of Defense doing secret missions 
obviously, if we went to the moon, and probably did, right? Because don't you? we probably agree that Russia or these other countries would call us out publicly on it. You know, I mean, what did we really do on the moon? <laughs> you know, like, what kind of kick-ass base did we set up there? That's why I just think we haven't seen the real videos, but I definitely think we win. I think that's my theory on the fake moon landing is we probably absolutely went to the moon and have the most amazing base up there. If you're first anywhere, you set up the greatest military setup. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about base, but definitely some. I mean, the moon is too perfect to not put something on there that could look at the earth. And out the yeah. other way, right? You kind of want to see what's coming. You know? uh, I'm talking about just pure military strategy. Yes. I just, you know. from a military perspective, if we're first to the moon, we ain't showing it live, number one, and we're setting up camp, and we're not leaving. And then maybe that puts into perspective everything that's happened over the last, uh, you know, hundred or when was it? 80 years ago? 60 years ago? 60 years ago. I math good. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but then you think like, well, you know, space lasers from the moon nuking Lahaina, not too unrealistic when you really (laughs) kind of put it all into a perspective, right? (laughs) We're talking moon lasers, people. You know how hard it would be to concentrate a laser that far? I mean, at this point though, I don't know. And the moon, it never really moves, right? It's always facing the earth the same, you know. No, it's always moving. That's why it's always facing the Earth. Well, but it's moving the same around the Earth, right? It's spinning as it's orbiting. No, I thought we always see one side of the moon. Yeah, because it's spinning while it's orbiting. Isn't it locked in place? It's The one faced is locked towards the Earth. That's right. So, like, admit, if you take a basketball and just rotate it around your head without spinning the basketball... So you get... Easily plant a laser on that bad boy, and it can shoot anywhere you want. Well, it would always be facing Earth, so you would depend. You'd only be able to shoot what's under the moon. At like that time, like Lahaina. But, but the distance to concentrate the, the light rays for that distance. There's no way. No way, really. Come on. Nah, we don't have it. You don't think we have that tech? Well. Have you seen the planes that have the direct energy weapons? I think that's that's doable, right? You could be flying over and you know zap. Oh zap yeah, Hawaii. definitely. But that's yeah. that's a that's a big difference from you know, doing it from a couple miles up versus you know two hundred thousand miles away. I just think if uh, you set up camp up in the moon, and this is we mathed out successfully 60 years ago uh you know maybe by this point you got some pretty kick-ass weaponry that you could threaten other countries with and be like hey we're on the moon we got these weapons here right well whatever we have up there it's 1972 technology at best because we haven't been back allegedly no nasa's a front man (laughs) come on i don't know 
I don't know either. And I also, I'll be honest, I do entertain flat earth theory, but I have no idea how the moon works in flat earth. Do you know what I'm saying? Or the sun. None of it works. Where the, how do the seasons work? How do the plate tectonics work? Well, they go around what and around. What causes the magnetic field? Pretty sure they go round, round. <laughs> round, round, round. <laughs> right? <laughs> Flat Earth makes sense if you entertain it. I'm telling you. You got to just take a look at it. But outside of that, when we're talking spherical Earth with spherical moon, or my favorite, come on, folks, you know. Flat moon, that's right. It's piece G's, people. I, you got this flat moon going around you. You could easily plant a laser there, and I think we could have the tech to shoot out a target. Uh, if I've learned anything from James Bond or the Austin Powers movies. <laughs> uh, I, don't know, I don't know where we're doing Austin Powers physics here. It's very doable. Oh, man. Well, I threatened it uh, earlier, and... <clears throat> I guess we should just go you do it. You have to think, like, even, uh, like, I, I know lasers sound really cool, but, like, like even clouds would fuck it up. Clouds would mess up a laser? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they use lasers with the chemtrails and the cloud seeding to, like, do the their harp technology. <laughs> no, when there's no clouds, they shoot uh, microwaves into the, into the ionosphere or whatever to create a low pressure. Wow, that's create like a bubble in the ozone or whatever, and then that creates a low pressure zone. Makes it cold. The low pressure brings in the moisture. Man, Mike, you're kind of you're starting to sound like a chemtrail theorist. I love it, man. You're into the geoengineering. <laughs> All right, you did a little homework, I think. You went down no, a rabbit I've hole. Always, uh, I've always known that. That's been out. That's what China's been doing in the fucking Gobi Desert forever. And they do it here in Colorado. We're getting hit with it for a month because we've had no snow, <laughs> yeah. and they're going to crush us for the next month because they, they need it to get a little tourism going on in the, in the ski slopes there. Did you see the tragic news? I did not. Out of, out of Chicago. Oh, no. It's January 1st. There's no ice in the Great Lakes. <laughs> <laughs> Global warming. Oh man! Uh, yeah, it'll be cold. It's the cold front. Am I the only asshole that knows it just gets cold in January? Like we do have the cold spurts in in December, and I mean it's, it is cold. It's thirty something degrees, but this is not abnormal. No, I always thought that January and February are the those cold, miserable months, right? That you just can't wait. That's why February is the shortest. You gotta get out of there. Like, get me to March, man. I need some spring action. Yeah, no, I live in a world now. I live in a world right now where, where uh, 32 degrees in December, unheard of. <laughs> 32 degrees in December, unheard of. Heart attacks in the NFL? Nah, that's always happened. That's always right. been a thing. Always. Always been a thing. I Heart really, attacks. you know, I just think this is an unusually warm year. They did announce that, you know, we have the, uh, what is it, the, El Nino, right? Oh, the El Nix. Yeah, El sorry. Nix. Thank you. Thanks. Come on, yeah. AOC. I know. I always forget about my AO checks out there. <laughs> yeah, it's El Nino. El Nino. So we got the weird weather pattern. Last year, by this time, we had record-breaking snow in Colorado, and this, you know, it, it was miserable 
but great for tourism and the skiing and all that. Made some money, and it carried through into April. It was, you know, it was good stuff. Uh, this yeah. year, a little different. Mike, you are correct, sir. Uh, regardless of the chemtrailing and the geoengineering, uh, no matter how much I want to blame the government and Jared Polis and you know Bill Gates, uh, I think sometimes we just go through you know changes in the climate and. Um, they're based on very long patterns, and it fluctuates, and that's why we have averages, because sometimes it's hotter or colder than other times. But the averages never change. Yeah, but there's, there's the average, I know, and it it's frustrates the... me, no doubt about it. Uh, well, what do I got here? I wanted to do the Vivek thing. Do we have, yeah, all right, where are we at here? Oh, here? we got plenty of time. Yeah, <clears throat> I, got, I lost my track there, uh, but I promised the Vivek. And uh, he he uh, demolishes a uh, reporter from I think Washington Post who tries to kind of bait him on uh, talking about uh, what is this? Uh, I just you know it's funny I wrote in the notes woke demolisher. That's what I wrote. <laughs> so if this is the one I think it is, it's the uh, Walsh Washington Post. For, based on uh, the slavery comment, if I'm not mistaken, or no, she asked him about white supremacy. That's it. Yeah, Here, if, she asked if he will condemn white supremacy. You know what's crazy is there's just so many topics that we're all supposed to be outraged about at all times that it's so hard for me <laughs> to keep up <laughs> with which one we're outraged about. <laughs> because uh. It was slavery with Nikki Haley a week ago, but now it's white supremacy with Vivek. Yeah, Jesus Christ, guys, come on! Is it pro- <laughs> because of something Trump said? I can only imagine. I don't know. <laughs> See I what I'm know. saying? It's a joke. <laughs> it, when everything is racist, nothing is racist, folks. I hate to break it to you. Uh, white supremacy? Do you really see a lot of white supremacists walking around? I mean, come on. I mean, are the white supremacists? skinhead Nazi guys still like they used to be when we were younger fellas or now am I looking at the white supremacist in the mirror? (laughs) Every white supremacist I've ever seen marching or doing anything has turned out to be a fed. Oh, Patriot Front. Yeah, they all work for Patriot Front. The FBI. They they do their little protest and they all get back into their U-Haul and go off to the FBI headquarters. I don't know. Or they do their job, and then they go be just a good, poor, old farmer in Montana. You know, they get a slap on the wrist, six months. Six months. Talking Ray Epps here, people. He only got six months. Six months. There's people in jail still (laughs) for January 6th who have yet to even see a trial. Ridiculous. So so you probably don't know about this. I watch a show called uh, Kill Tony. On YouTube, uh, yeah, I have uh, dipped into some Kill Tony. Actually, uh, he's a funny guy. It's a great show. <clears throat> the way it works, you put your name in a bucket. They pull out at random. They pull out a name. You do one minute of comedy. You get one minute to do stand up, and then you talk to the comedians for like ten minutes. They just tear you apart and ask <clears throat> you questions about your life. They're playing and, in uh, arenas right now. I saw. Oh, yeah. Or That's a great show. Performing. It's so funny. The, one of the best parts is they pull these names out of a bucket. You never know who's coming on, right? And uh, a couple months ago, this lady comes up, does her little one minute. It was terrible. But then the interview was phenomenal. 
she she's like this old kind of crazy lady who just dropped the bombshell that she was at January 6th and she stormed the Capitol. <laughs> wow. But the way she tells the story is she was just like, yeah, we were there. We didn't really, you know, no, nah, we weren't really throwing, overthrowing the government or anything. And she talked about how they let them in and she only went to uh, areas where tourists are allowed to go. And then she, you know, she left. Long story short, Somebody saw it, heard it, reported her. She's now going to jail. They arrested her. They're trying her. She's going to jail. Because she talked. It's so sad. She's just like this kind of sweet older lady, you know? Well, I mean, did you see the Rotten Tomatoes score on Nancy Pelosi's daughter's documentary about January 6th that they just (laughs) happened to have a live film crew there to, you know, take it all in, man? There's no way this thing was staged in order to ruin regular Americans' lives. No way. And there's no way that there was every alphabet agency you can imagine present there stoking the situation. No, it just so happened. I told the National Guard, don't show up. I told the police, don't bring more cops. Then I called my daughter, bring your camera. (laughs) (laughs) We all remember Ray Epps and the crowd there telling everyone, go home. Go home. Don't be here. Did you read that article? (laughs) Did you fucking read that article? That fucking, for those that don't know, the judge said he only got six months because they took into account the fact that on the day of January 6th, when the riot started to get out of hand, Ray Epps tried to reel the people back in and protect the Capitol. (laughs) Oh, no. He's just a poor, lonely farmer, man, from... Poor farmer, Frank. He's caught up in a, in a bad scene. <laughs> oh, Ashley Babbitt? No, that bitch deserved to die. Crazy insurrectionist! And we're all going to forget that Ray Epps is there with a MAGA hat on. Or a Trump hat, I believe. Trump hat? No, it was a MAGA hat. I and then he was wearing, yeah. like, the flag shirt. He had some Did army fatigues the- on. Did you see that video that got released of the girl who is next to Ashley Babbitt? No. Dude. So there was, like, this famous video that went around on January 6th where, like, this girl was in the area, and this guy was, like, carrying her out, and she's holding a towel to her eyes. She's, like, wiping her face. And she ta- she's talking about how she got maced by the cops, and the, re- the reporter interview was like, Why, what, what are you even doing here? And she's like, well, we're storming the Capitol. We're taking our country back. Like, this is that. And when you zoom in, you can see an onion inside the towel you know i think i did see something about that um i i you know i don't know why i didn't get go down that road are you saying that uh she was probably uh, one of the feds i don't know who she was or what she was doing there but for sure she did not get maced they have proof that where she was those people never got maced and when you they like freeze frame zoom in at one point you could literally see she's like Revealing the onion right as she's about to wipe her eyes. Wow. That's amazing, yeah. man. It's disgusting. Like, who is this actor? Well, probably, you know, in the alphabet agencies, these people are very good at utilizing little things that we don't really see to, you know, put on a show. I, Man, I, Jan 6th to me is one of the craziest things that's ever happened, and I dismissed it immediately as a circus, and I never took a very 
you know, seriously, until I started realizing that they were rounding up American citizens and putting them in jail for like 20 years <laughs> because Tario got 22 years. Wasn't even there. Wasn't even there, man. Wasn't, it, wasn't even allowed in Washington, D.C. Yeah. Wasn't even allowed in the city. Well, 22 years. Ray Epps, they, you know, they felt bad for him, so they gave him six months. Six months, man. And yeah. on top of all of that, Trump, not even there. Uh, not allowed to be on the ballot in Colorado. Taken off the ballot, yeah. Because an insurrectionist. Insurrectionist. Don't forget Maine. Insurrectionist, not even there. Yeah, have you seen this crackpot in Maine, the Secretary of State, pushing this? Uh, it's crazy. These it, people are all insane. It's weird because they keep citing the Constitution. That's what creeps me out. This is double think or double speak, where they're saying, see, this is constitutional what we're doing. We're stripping someone off the ballot because we don't like them. And you think in your head, wait. Isn't that the opposite of constitutional? Like, isn't anyone supposed to be able to run for president? Like, <laughs> you know, it seems like what you're doing is against the Constitution, but they're telling you, no, it's con- it's the Constitution. Uh, they're fucking with us, man. It's going to get ugly here. I'm telling I, you right I, st- now. I can't believe they're allowed to get away with the word insurrection. There that, was one yes. bullet fired in the entire insurrection. I mean, how do you have an insurrection with no weapons? With no gunfire. How did you guys stop the insurrection without killing people, shooting people? Right? What about all those cops who died of suicide like a year later? Come on, man. (laughs) They're all victims too, bro. I'm just saying, you have never even proven that it was, by definition, an insurrection. There was no armed military, no armed militia. There was nobody there. You know, there was no gunfire. How do you have an insurrection with no gunfire? You took over America? You try you almost you almost took over America without firing a gun? <laughs> yes. I not even a pitchfork or like a, even- <laughs> a flaming torch? We didn't even get the torch guys. The torch guys weren't even there. Remember not the torch guys? Torch. The tiki torch guys from North Carolina or whatever, they didn't make it. Uh, we didn't even have U-Haul boys. The the Patriot oh. front guys weren't there with the white masks and the khakis. Frank, these guys almost took over the United, the United States of America with handmade weapons made out of things they found on site. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the revolution all over again. I mean, and all this planning on insurrecting and taking over the government, none of, none of you thought about buying weapons and ammo? Especially at a time when they're trying to stoke the idea about, you know, ghost guns and banning guns and, you know what I mean, restricting our Second Amendment rights. Folks, look out for uh, David uh, Little Hog out there. He is uh, coming for your guns, I guarantee it. Uh, oh, you yeah, know. Yeah. But it's amazing that none of these MAGA extremists were armed and, and firing their weapons in their insurrection. Not one. Well, one, no. right? Or no, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, that was a cop. That was a cop. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I forgot. Yeah, not one of these extremists who are armed, you know, and ready to go to battle for their civil war, not one unleashed a bullet 
on uh, the Capitol. That's incredible. And for all you MSNBC viewers out there, let me stand corrected. There were people who got arrested on the Capitol grounds. There was like four people that had handguns on them. Nobody that entered the Capitol had a weapon. Probably armed to stop somebody who would have actually done something bad. Probably to protect themselves from Ray Epps. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Or they were all in cahoots and working with Ray Epps in his division, right? (laughs) I got to say, talking about the uh, cops who killed themselves after, uh, I went down a rabbit hole the other day because Anthony Weiner's been posting stuff, and he's like back on, I think he has a podcast, or Anthony Weiner's like back on the scene. Um, oh this guy's been back on the scenes like four times. He's here for a month, and then he sends another picture to a young girl. <laughs> Dude, so I went down a rabbit hole, though, and you can easily Google this, which is weird, but, uh, and this is true, nine of the 12 police officers who viewed the contents of his laptop killed themselves. What? Nine out of 12 suicided and you know it was on that computer yes it was stuff that uh huma abedin uh, yes. uh the lesbian lover of hillary clinton and hillary clinton doing satanic uh brutal rituals to uh little children i believe i don't know about all that but there was definitely for <laughs> sure pizza gate folks we're going there <laughs> i did it There's- John Podesta, look it up, man. It's there. There was definitely evidence about uh, her emails and everything regarding uh, Benghazi. Sure. I'll let you go with Benghazi. I'm going with (laughs) satanic pedophilia, all right? In light of the Jeffrey Epstein reveals. (laughs) Let me, hold on, folks. I got to adjust this tinfoil hat here. All right, there we go. That's really crazy. Nine out of 12. Uh... Suicided. It's classic Clinton. If we uh, know our Clinton scene here, they tend to suicide folks who get a little close and find out a little too much information, which is why the, uh... you know, the fact that Clinton's name has been floating a lot in the mainstream with the Epstein file. I got to say, the dude's probably dying or something. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he might be... Might be at the end there. Maybe that's why they're letting it happen, right? Yeah. Or if oh, you, dude, this is crazy. If you follow the Q stuff, him and Hillary and company, they're they've gone through their tribunals in Gitmo, and they're like hung already, or uh, they, they've been, you know, they've been taken care of, and we're about to go through the, uh, you know, whatever it is, the transformation. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Actually, you weren't far off from the truth. Uh... NYPD sources say the evidence on the computer linked Clinton herself to money laundering, child exploitation, sex crimes with minors, perjury, pay-to-play through Clinton Foundation, obstruction of justice, and other felony crimes. All right. So that was what's in the email, and yeah, nine or nine out of 12 are dead. Okay, so that's what they reported in mainstream, but... Uh... In the conspiracy world, it is alleged that they witnessed photographic evidence that was very damning to a lot of elites, a lot of politicians, you know, John Podesta, the Clintons, and everybody, and this is kind of 
Um, you know what happens when you see stuff you shouldn't see? Maybe the three guys left cut a deal, right? Dude, this is... It's freaking weird. When I told so, you, so... I went down the rabbit hole, and it, it, it spiraled me, man, for a while. I, I Like, Wiener's a weird dude to start with. And then the laptop, and you're right, Benghazi, a lot of stuff with the Clintons. We all know the Clintons are one of the just the shadiest families in the country. So, I mean, come on. Dude, this is, I mean, this one goes through the whole list of all the Clinton dead. But I mean, oh, the, the Clinton kill count? About that 90. Seth Rich? Dude. Never forget Seth. So that, <laughs> they have 27 people that are directly related to their crimes that are dead. And some of these, dude, James McDougal, remember him? He was a witness in Ken Starr's investigation. Wow, man. Died of an apparent heart attack while in solitary confinement. We got the heart attack on people. We talked about it <laughs> two months ago. Come on. Then you had then you had a former White House intern that was murdered at a Starbucks in 1997. Uh, right as she, after it was announced, she was going to go public with her story of sexual harassment in the White House. Man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude. You got the gunshot wound from the former law firm. The Clinton kill count. It's spectacular. It's overwhelming when you actually breeze through Plane it. Crash. And the wow. only reason it's overwhelming cause is if you look at it and then think in your head, how many people do I know tied to me that have died in spectacular ways? <laughs> I know. Plus, dude, just, just in 1992, you had two close people to you die in a plane crash. And the and the, oh, dude, this is getting deep. Well, the deepest one is uh, Kennedy Jr., who died in a plane crash. Conveniently, then Hillary just became senator of New York. Good call. Yeah, but I just heard if you look, a lot of these are 1992, and I, I was just watching this thing about how the whole thing was like they they pretty much stole money. I, I don't I don't even know how to explain it, but it was like. <laughs> How they stole money through this law firm, the Clintons. This, yeah, and they it was it was a really crazy way how they like made their money, and then when he was uh, once he won the election, all these people died that could that were like related to the uh, Hillary's law. Clintons firm. Uh, arose to their position, from what I understood, and there may be a book about this, but I believe they cut a deal with the CIA and were bringing in cocaine through the airfield in Alabama, and that is where they funneled the crack movement of the early 90s. Yeah, for sure. And I'm pretty sure the deal was made, and then Clinton, and this is through the, the CIA, and I'm not way off at all on this, head of the CIA up until he became president for four years, George H.W. Bush cedes his position to the guy who ran cocaine through the country and created the crack epidemic, you know, to, you know, Bill Clinton, who gets his little reign of terror there for eight years. Uh, and then we get the BJ with the blue dress and uh, bring in George Bush. <laughs> I just I just covered 25 years of political history for you folks right there. <laughs> Dude, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. 
this lady yes, Kathy Fer- Kathy Ferguson. All right. She dies in 1994. We're talking from a gunshot wound to the head. <laughs> We're still going it through Clinton's. Ru- <laughs> yes, it was ruled a uh, suicide, right? Yeah. So she dies from a gunshot wound to the head. It's called a suicide. Her uh, fiance, who was also an ele- Arkansas State trooper, was going around and saying that she did not kill herself. He was found dead <laughs> from a gunshot wound, also ruled a suicide at the gravesite of his fiance. Oh, cold blooded. The Clintons <laughs> used to be very, they used to be, you see, that's when they had like, they, they were still in it, right? They had, you know, a little creativity, some drama to the kill, you know? They wanted to add a couple uh, layers to it and this really is feel the one it. I was looking for. Florence Martin, for those that want to know how the Clintons do it, he was an accountant and subcontractor for the CIA, was related to Barry Seal, the guy who flew in the cocaine for uh, the Clinton and the CIA. He, he died of suicide, three gunshot wounds. Well, let me... um. <laughs> Rewind a little. I got to refresh to be fresh on this one. Uh, and, then, and then after her, Susie Coleman died from a gunshot wound to the back of the head while she was pregnant, ruled a suicide. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself and nobody stop me. You just point her right behind your head. Because that's how everybody does it, to the back of the head. Oh, dude, do not go through this list. For those that want to know, just Google 9 out of 12 people who saw Anthony Weiner's laptop. And again, I implore everybody to go through the details of that story outside of maybe your normal mainstream sources. You'll get some outrageous and insane and uh, maybe some disturbing details about what these people are up to, what these cops saw, and why they had to be suicided and be added to the Clinton kill list. It, It goes back to the Clintons, there's no doubt. Frank, you're on fire. There's like four shows in a row. You bring something up and it blows my mind. <laughs> well, you know, we, we've been pacing the shows out, so I've been doing deep dives in my private time. I, I love the conspiracies out there. And <laughs> for all the conspiracy lovers, look where we're at. We're, at, we're in 2024. We are upon very closely the four-year anniversary of COVID ruining our lives. But not just that. We're not even a year away from when the emergency ended. That should fuck with everybody's heads. And you played that clip of California, the L.A. hospitals requiring masks. Yes. You know what came out? Chicago and New York following suit. Mask it up, people. Lock it down. Put the kids in the cages. We're doing it again because there's an election. Man, we got to mail in those votes, right? Where's Dinesh and my 2,000 mules? Oh Yeah, how else are we going to cheat? That's the only way, dude. You know how hard it is to get 80 million people to vote for you? (laughs) (laughs) It's easier just to steal the ballots and mail them in. They're not going to pull it off this time. I saw, I I didn't clip it, and I saw it. it, All the news stations were doing a rundown on the respiratory diseases sweeping the country. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you that because I monitor the spring of the chemtrails, they kind of line up to where they've been chemtrailing. 
uh, where the hot spots are. I'll let you all use your imagination with that one, but I think they're spraying bacteria on us. Uh, but either way, uh, the respiratory... Oh, sp- nobody took the blue pill, so they're just going to rain it down on us from above. You got to spray the <laughs> mRNA on them. Like mosquitoes. Bill Gates learned his lesson with the mosquitoes. I keep saying, he's treating us like mosquitoes. Uh, mm. <laughs> we shall be exterminated. There's no doubt about it. If you see a tasty little snack hanging from the ceiling, don't fly <laughs> towards it. S- stay away. Uh, I like the yeah. There's like a like a big tomahawk steak. Uh, you go up to it and it's, humans <laughs> getting like stuck to fly tape. Yeah. Come on, tomahawk steak. There's gotta be something for the fatties. Yeah, you're right, dude. Like a two liter of coke or like a fucking uh, nerd's rope hanging from the ceiling. I go to this great place. It's the uh, Carmen uh, Leonardo's here in the Denver, uh, old school Italian shop, and he cuts a lot of meats for a lot of the good places around town and. Uh, he's one of the few joints where you get the tomahawk steak, and it, it's like the steak that they bring out onto the Flintstone car, and it flips yeah. the car over onto the side. It's it's incredible <laughs> looking. But that was brontosaurus. Yeah, sorry, I I, yeah. I realized it in my head uh, it's actually a thing of ribs that they bring <laughs> out to Fred Flintstone. Yabba dabba do. Yeah, I oh. do like those tomahawks. That's got that fat bone in it. The tomahawk just looks really impressive. Like, I don't think there's any other meat you you could consume and feel more of a man. Yeah, good call. Like, if you could eat that tomahawk steak, I, I went out to eat with a bunch of Denver uh, fellas, uh, and I talked about it on the show, and they were almost shocked at how fast and how much of the steak I ate. I ate the whole steak, and, uh, you know... Like I said, Denver guys, so you know how we how we do it here. <laughs> Practically women in Chicago. Well, it was just a flame and yawn. I don't know why they were so impressed. <laughs> <laughs> They've never seen a man eat that much meat before. <laughs> I told you folks, three quarters. Out that closet. Never forget. <laughs> Nobody really cared what I was eating the meat. It was when I started stroking the bone and shoving it in my mouth. <laughs> Really seem to get their attention. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, there's something in the water in Denver or in the air. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, the Clinton kill count. I'm glad you got down with it. I, again, I want everybody to check out the the Wiener kill count when it comes to the nine out of twelve cops. It's a really bizarre little rabbit hole, and uh, it ties into a lot of the. Uh, Pizzagate stuff, which I know people are really afraid to talk about, and I, I think the purpose of Pizzagate and, and all that was to get people off of it. So if you could eliminate all the kind of silliness uh, from your mind, you can maybe open up yourself to going down that road of, you know, maybe not satanic rituals. I do believe they do it, but, uh, you know, maybe these people are some sick pedos in a little way because... You know, we got the Epstein files coming out, right? I mean, it's a thing. These people are sickos, man. They've been going to these islands and the the Manhattan penthouse. That you know, Epstein's penthouse. We played the clip from VH1. It was like a church school transformed into like a fun house for pedophiles. <laughs> Does it get more twisted and sick? So gross. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Epstein was downtown in Manhattan. He's like, I'll take the church with the children in it. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Is that really like all you... I don't know. You got all the money and the power in the world. Like, that's, that's what you want to go do is fuck kids on an island? That's the problem. See, we don't have... That's why we have no money, right? It, mm. It's a weird thing to do. So in order to do it, you got to get the power and the money. You and I, we're just fine with just like a, a babe. You know, he's getting a hot chick. All right, man. Or even yeah. a normal chick. In fact, we've settled for worse. You know I'll take a three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only a four. That's why we're not powerful or rich. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we don't uh, aspire to get the, uh, the sweet poo-tang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. No, I said it before. It's because you get laid in high school. If you get laid in high school, forget about it. You're You'll never right. be... Richard Famous. What has to happen is you got to be Bill Gates. You don't get laid. You got bitch tits and the spaghetti arms. And so you're going to do everything you can to rule the world and bang the little kids. <laughs> <laughs> bang the girls in high school that you couldn't when you were in high school. It's only fair. It has to be satanic demons. That's the only other option. I'm telling you, man. There's no other way to rationalize in your mind. Uh, with Lizard these people. people. Lizard people. I love it. The more I look at Hillary, the more I believe they're lizards. Those are, you... are fucking cold, cold lizard eyes. Like, those are alligator eyes. Dude, the lizard you know? theory really, I think, is almost truer than other things. The lizards could be underground in this planet. You know what I'm saying? They could be the ones in the hollow earth. I'm putting it above flat earth. You're going to go hollow earth over flat earth? I'm going lizard people over flat earth. Yeah. Nice. I like that. More I... likely than flat earth, less likely than flat moon. Yeah! Right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Certain people is right in the middle there. <laughs> That's the hierarchy of conspiracies on the show. I love it. We got the flat moon atop, the lizard people. I, and I'm glad flat you're moon, there. also another term for when uh, Hillary moons you. Oh, wow. <laughs> that oh bitch got God. no ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, Hillary, known, I'm telling you, big time lesbo. She was with the uh, Wiener's wife, man, and Wiener's wife was set up to just be the wife. <laughs> this is a great show just because I got to say Wiener so many times. So many times. <laughs> yeah. and I mean, I, he looks like a Wiener. I got his picture pulled up. That guy really is a Wiener. <laughs>